Today we're going to focus on social media management, so using Hootsuite, which is a scheduling app. The most useful parts are really um, combining with social media channels, being able to schedule in advance, and also having like a bird's eye view of um, all, your, all your channels, all the messages that are coming in. Sometimes it can be hard to learn the different interfaces between Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So this gives you a nice, easy, clean way of doing it. Great. So to start from scratch, uh, when you're starting with Hootsuite, if you go to the main website, they say that it's £25 a month. So if you go to plans, you'll see here professionals 25, teams 99, and it just it becomes very expensive. But then if you actually go all the way down the page to the footer, there's this free plan. This is the only place you can find out how to get the free plan. They don't like to advertise it. It's not something you can easily find online. So if you go to the free plan, it's free for life and you get uh, three social media channels and you can schedule 30 posts in advance. So that could be 30 posts on one channel or maybe 10 across all three channels if you wanted to split it out. Um, so I'd always suggest people to obviously sign up for free. <clears throat> I've been using it for five, six years and I've never had a reason to pay for it myself. For each client, I would set up a new, a new account and that would give them access to free social media channels. So I'm just going to go in as a new user here. So you can obviously sign up for the free plan. And then it, obviously they try and um, push you to pay. I want the free plan. You can also sign up with a social media profile. So you could use your, your Twitter, your Instagram to sign in. Um, and then the main six social media accounts you connect obviously is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. Um, I normally find that Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the three of them work quite well with Hootsuite. YouTube, because it's video based, it's not, it doesn't work quite as well. And LinkedIn, uh, generally you want to be more professional, maybe spend a bit more time writing your articles on LinkedIn. And obviously Pinterest is photo related. So, but these three at the top really sync in well together. So I'm just now going to try and log in to um, set up the accounts. I'll do that with Enterprise Network. So when you're posting using Hootsuite, you can either post to a group that you own yourself or a business page. Obviously you couldn't post straight to someone else's group as you can see here. And let's get that set up. Or you can post straight to your, your, your personal profile. Uh, but th for this instance, we're going to use Enterprise Network. I would avoid using the ad accounts um, just because then it, it gives more complications. Um, let's do the same for Instagram. There we go, just going to try and connect Instagram. Um, obviously, because Instagram and Facebook are linked, it's just worth joining them there. So now you can see I've got my Enterprise Network Facebook page and my Instagram connected to Hootsuite. The next one is Twitter. So now you get this kind of pre-built pre dashboard here. I don't know, can you all see the screen and see the dashboard that's set up? Yeah. So the trick is that you've got these tabs up at the top, kind of like uh, Google Chrome tabs, and you can personalize them so you could have uh, one for all of your posts you're scheduled and one for all the posts that you've sent or you can do each tab say one for Facebook one for Instagram one for Twitter 
Um, personally, it's worth setting these up first. And personally, I'd li I like to do scheduled, uh, scheduled post and then engagement. So I'm just going to show you how to tweak this. So if we start with a new one, call it scheduled. So this is everything that you're going to uh, book in advance. So I'll start with Facebook. So engagement, would that be like the conversations that you're having? Uh, well, that would be more uh, mentions and because you can actually uh, reply and comment and share directly from Hootsuite. Oh, okay. Engagement would be if someone commented or someone shared it, you could just jump in here rather than going to the individual accounts and thank mm -hmm. them or, or react to it. Oh, brilliant. Um, so here we've got my posts and mentions. So as an example, you can delete or move any stream. So you can go on the three dots to delete a stream. So just for this case, I'm going to start fresh. And norm it's normally good um, to start with the, the channel you focus on most. So I, I mostly do Facebook and then Instagram and then Twitter. And that's kind of how I prioritize them. But obviously, if everyone's different. A lot of people get more work from, from um, Instagram now. So I'll start by clicking Facebook and then you've got your scheduled and then here you can just drop down Instagram scheduled and then finally Twitter and then you've got your scheduled. So then once we start creating new posts, it, everything will filter in here and then one for posts that's gone out. Do the same again, but do that for my tweets, my posts, just so you can see the activity you've had in the past. So again, start with your, with your favorite. So this will be Facebook and then you do my posts and Instagram and my posts. And then finally Twitter and my, my tweets just there. So that's, so if you scroll down, it will show you in date order, all of the posts have already gone out even before you joined Hootsuite. So that can pull in all the data you've had over the past year or two years. I guess this will just continue. Let's see if it has a time limit. No, it's going right back into 2019. So you've got everything captured there for you. Um, it's also worth just making sure you title them. You've got your scheduled. Great. So now you've got the, the stream setups. It's just easier to manage that way. So now it will save a little bit of time in the future. Um, with the free account, you won't get the analytics, but you do get the publisher. So once you create a post, you can see it in a physical calendar. So it's basically your, your social media calendar and you can drag and drop direct from there. So if you, just, if you um, create a post and you realize you'd like to shift it a day, or you've done the wrong time, it's a nice, simple way of just dragging it across. Let's just get out of this very quickly. Uh, I'm just getting the notifications because it's the first time I'm using this account, so we're just getting some notifications. 
Um, so your calendar, is that another tab or is that in another place? So all, every time I go on here, all on I would read is the publisher, which is the calendar. So if you hover mm -hmm. over to the left, it will pop out streams. And that's um, your, your kind of analytics and you've got your publisher, which is your content calendar. Okay. And then to create a post, you would obviously click on the big new post up at the top. And this is, this is the bit that I come back to, say for, for clients, I do this on a regular basis. Um, so you start by selecting the social media accounts. In this instance, we're gonna do all three. And then you wanna think about the statement. Um, so there is quite a good structure where you would uh, write the statement and then the link and then the hashtags and then the image. Um, but obviously with Instagram, the links aren't clickable, but it's still worth having it there so people can copy it across. So as a quick example, and you can also um, put ads and tag people. So for example, if I wanted to tag Steve on Facebook, um, I sh you can go in and find them here, which just makes it a little bit more targeted. And or you can do the same for Twitter as well. Uh, once you've already tagged them once, it makes it easier because they'll, they'll be there, like, um, it'll pop up a lot quicker. So if you tag, will only go for the people you've tagged a lot? Yeah, exactly. So I'm now going to, it'll be a, a, um, a Facebook business page or a person. So here we've got the, um, the pages that are coming up. So once you've done the statement, you would then follow with the link. And then follow with the hashtags. And again, it's worth just having a think. You can, uh, you can see from there what's working, what's not. Um, and you get this kind of preview pops up. So on the right hand side, it will show you this is how it's likely to look on Facebook. You scroll down, same for Twitter. And again, for Instagram, you can see here Instagram does need the image. Um, and that's where you can come scroll down and you can upload an image or you can um, exp like explore their, their own media. So their version of up, uh, Unsplash. So I'm just going to go here. So you can very quickly add an image or just keep it to the preview if you want. Um, and you can also shorten links. If you've got a, a long link, you hover over it and click shorten and you can add tracking as well. So th what that means is if you send, send the post there, it will show you the number of people that have clicked on it and the number of times it was viewed. And then the final thing for Facebook is you can choose if it's gonna go into an album or into your timeline. I generally say keep it on your timeline so you have like more of a story. Um, and then, so once you create these elements, so again, pick your channels, write your post, add your image, and that's it. And then you'll come down at the very bottom, you'll either see post now or schedule. Um, again, schedule, scheduling is a good way to save a bit of time for the future. I wouldn't select auto schedule. I'd always go in and say test a day and a time. So for me, I know that Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays work really well. So I'd say pick Thursday, 
time of the day again it, it depends on the industry you're in so if you're um, a therapist it might be late at night or early in the morning if you're in the financial sector it might be during the lunchtime. that's more of a kind of a trial and error to find out which which times get you the best engagement um i'll say 5 p.m on thursday i suppose anything's going to be up for grabs at the moment everyone's scheduled yeah. i was thinking of mentioning the whole lockdown and how the times are going to change and i think people are still trying to keep to their like mm. nine to five working but i think people are now working more over the weekends or they're taking days off in the week um but i mean as a general rule if after lockdown after all this has happened uh mondays and fridays aren't the best days for business posts uh, they're better for, say, entertainment. If you're promoting a, a concert or a gig or, or an event, you can do that on a Friday. But if I send out a, a marketing post at five o'clock on a Friday, uh, no one's going to read it. So it's really thinking about uh, when your audience will actually be engaged and we will be looking at the posts. What so happens to work for a countdown to the event? Say, for example, you've got a workshop or a training call. So like, like a week before, four days before, two days before? Yeah, I mean, if you can even further, um, obviously, because these are weekly events, so I'm doing it one week in advance. But if you have, say, a one-off training, you'd want to think about at least one month. So maybe one month before, uh, list it on Eventbrite. And then from there, you can do one month, two weeks, 10 days, one week, and then do a countdown. Especially, if, um, Steve, in your case, if you're doing paid events, you can also have um, like an early bird discount. So if you book two weeks in advance, you get it for half price or something like that. Actually, something I've seen was on Sidetrack uh, is that uh, I've got some friends in do folk music and they're uh, broadcasting performances, like uh, video performances, and they have uh, a means to do like voluntary tips. I'm actually looking at that for uh, kind of a, a Excel helpline where... It's not like a fee for it, but if people want to pay a chip, they'll find it useful later. Mm -hmm. I don't know how easy it is to do that. Um, I mean, think that's another subject. Yeah, I mean, we can cover that at the end. Could you just, um, is that for an upcoming uh, upcoming meeting or is that something yeah, like that very could distant be. future? Uh, that, could, that could be something we could discuss uh, in the future because it doesn't really relate to this. Yeah, we'll pick up on that one afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, so there are, so obviously Hootsuite's not perfect and there's a couple of little things to think about. Um, if you can see up here, it gives you the character count you're allowed per channel. And you can see that um, it's, well, it's 280 for Twitter, uh, 2000 for Facebook and 2200 for Instagram. And all, for me, what that means is that sometimes I might write a shorter post for Twitter and then a longer post for Facebook and Instagram. Um, so you could do that by creating the whole thing and then just have it copying uh, a summary or a shortened section for Twitter or start with Twitter and then work your way out. But it's just, it's worth making a note of those numbers and writing them down. So again, that's 280 for Twitter, 2000 for Facebook and 2200 for Instagram. And as you update it, it will just give you the countdown. So here, so I'm going to go and schedule this now for next Thursday at 520. Just showing this is my first post here and then if i move forward to the 7th of may you can see that these posts are now blocked out in my calendar and here you can actually drag and drop them so if you decided you wanted to start with facebook or if 
things change anything can happen obviously leading up to an event so it's worth being able to just customize them and you can also click on them you can edit each one individually so if you click on the post on the right hand side you'll see this pen icon which means edit and that will just bring you back into that particular one so if you if you found there was an, an instagram hashtag that was really working for you or something something new you wanted to add to it you can easily go and drop it in there or if say if you worked with a partner and they gave you some um some pre-promotion you can obviously thank them there and as soon as you uh, click save the edits it'll pull you back into the publisher here and it'll give you a bird's eye view on your social media yeah so with hashtags can you have like a library for your hashtags uh, that's something that I would actually create in Word. So I've got Word documents where I keep a track of um, all of the hashtags that I'm using. Mm -hmm. um, you, there's not really any way to actually just store it in, in the free version of Hootsuite. So if we look here, um, your content shows you everything that you've scheduled, that's got out in the past. If you're working with a team, you can actually do approvals. Um, obviously, in most of your cases, you won't be working with a team. So it's, but you could actually share access to Hootsuite. Um, for example, Steve, if you wanted to work with someone on your social media, you didn't want them to have all of your passwords for all of your different accounts, you can just give them a single password for Hootsuite, which is separate, and then they can go in and they can edit and they can work for you. But you can just have that little bit of privacy as well. Oh, so they can sort of look at all your um, uh, engagements and they can like engage back that yes. sort of thing. Yeah, so Poppy, if you, if you were say doing um, a branding consultant meeting, I'll post about it, I could jump in and I could see what's been working, the kind of people that are engaging with you. Mm -hmm. uh, and also if I go, so if I go here looking at um, posts and then you can go back and then you can see obviously the two people that have liked it. Mm -hmm. um, let me just go on to the other one here. And then you can kind of, you can work out which ones, which hashtags, which posts are working better. Um, it's not, at the moment, it's not letting me see directly on here who's been liking the posts. Mm. Just trying to. They might have, t uh, a few months ago that was on there, they might have taken that feature off uh, very recently. Yeah, hasn't there's been loads of issues about likes recently? Uh, the main thing was Instagram. So Instagram was um, direct publishing to Instagram was stopped. And they've only now allowed you to, to go from here and post directly to Instagram from Hootsuite. Mm. Um, let me just go back. So again, if you go any point, um, go back to your dashboard or go back to new post. Um, it might be worth if have any of you actually got Hootsuite set up. Would you want to give it a trial on yours? So maybe talk, uh, walk you for it. Um, yeah, no, I don't have it set up. And the other thing, so we did a, a training course on Canva. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, just, yeah. Hi, Albert. Have you got um, LinkedIn on yours as well? Uh, you can add it in, but I don't use LinkedIn as I feel like the, uh, generally the tone and kind of the length of the message is different. Yeah. Because I, I always take the time to do it natively on LinkedIn. Um, I, just because of old employers, potential clients, stuff like that. Um, but you can add it in, 
Um, what would you be using most, Albert? Would it be maybe Facebook and LinkedIn for yours? Well, I've, I've only been using... Well, I don't use any at the moment because I wanted to start using them this year now because I've now I've got more time on my hands to do it. So I was going to use um, LinkedIn and probably start using my Facebook because I've not touched my Facebook. Okay. I mean, I, um, if you want, I can have a look at with you next week, get your LinkedIn set up. Yeah. Uh, something you can, like, say if you set up uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you decide you want another one, you can click on your head on the right-hand side, go down to manage social networks. Yeah. And that's where you, um, again, with a free account, you only get three. Uh, but you could, say, take off Twitter, for example. How many Twitters have you got on there? Uh, just one. Just one Twitter account? Mm hmm So you could only have three networks on that bottom there that you just said on your social? Uh, under, the, under the free account. There's um, a lot of people, because the, the pro account is £25 a month. Right, so, so this is just making it uh, free and accessible, especially for people like starting out. So um, but you could actually social networks. Oh, I see what you mean. Because on my social, I have got three Twitter accounts on mine. Um, I mean, you could add, you could have three different Twitters. So it can be three of the same channel or two of the same channel. Yeah, they're three be... different ones. So if I take off two of them, I can add a LinkedIn and a Facebook on my, like exactly. you just said. Is that right? Yeah, there's, um, let me just go back. Because what you, um, obviously the example I did, I used all three at once. So I just selected each of them. But if you wanted to do, say one specific for LinkedIn, then you just obviously highlight that one and then just work away. Um, the only thing again with LinkedIn is because you have your articles and your posts. So all of these would come up as general posts and not articles. So it depends how you'd want to, to promote yourself on LinkedIn. Right. Uh, let me have a quick look. And the other thing is it can, um, it works with Canva. So if we go back to the stream, you can see a lot of these, basically all the images have been saved in Canva and then just uploaded straight from Canva to Hootsuite. Um, it's just a nice kind of simple way of doing it. Let me just log into Canva very quickly. Again, the, the rundown for this one was from last week. You can see this is actually a, a Canva image created about Canva. Um, as an example, once you turn it into a JPEG, I'd suggest making the size quite small just so it's a bit faster. Um, so instead of you using Photoshop, you use Canva then, do you? Just for speed. I mean, if, it's, if it was like a, a leaflet or print material, then I'd use Photoshop or InDesign. Um, but for social media posts, Canva works really nicely. Okay. Because, um, yeah, again, because it was last week's session, don't touch it too much. But they do have the benefit where you can actually uh, see, create a design. You can select here Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And so you can yeah, get the one sizing is exactly already for the right size for those social media channels. Yeah, I've got it. I understand. Um, but if you're, say, if you're pressed for time or if social media is um, something new to you, you'd start with an Instagram post will work across all three. So the safest rule, if you're not sure what size and you want just one image, just to go for Instagram. But if you have the time and you, um, you want to make it bespoke, then you can pick each one. And it's also a good way um, to get part of your website, part of your branding, to create your Facebook and your Twitter cover as well. 
So that could um, gives you the size just to fit up for your, your profile on Facebook or, or Twitter. Just pull that out. So with Canva, can you import like a background image? Um, yeah, of course. Um, we just pop back into that. So if you're doing say Instagram posts, for example, and then you wanted to brand, say you'd taken an image or you wanted to brand something, you would go to uploads and then you could either upload an image from your computer. I've got little Jesse here. <laughs> Seconds. Uh, drag it over till it hits the corner of the screen and it, will re it should resize like that. And then all you can do from there is add in your text, your branding. So you dr drag in your logos, your text, everything that you want. And then once you're finished, again, you go up to the top right hand corner, um, click on download. Again, I'd always go for JPEG just because it's smaller when you're doing it on social. And then you can import your own background and make it a fully branded image. So, for example, for your, um, your artwork you're doing, Poppy, you could have your, your website link or your, um, your name, some information about you on each image that you send out. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. Hang on one second. The other thing that'd be quite useful, I don't know if any of you used bit, uh, Bitly in the past, B-I-T-L-Y. Yeah, so you said on um, Hootsuite you could make the um website name smaller is so, that the same as bitly so they've got a tracking option here so for example if i type in my domain you've got short with hourly and you've got ad tracking all right okay although it's because it's a free account it's a little bit limited all uh, right. so for me personally i just jump into bitly mm -hmm. again it's completely free but bitly just has uh, better analytics so it will show you time of day, demographics. Um, all you've got to do for Bitly is go to bitly.com, log in with your Gmail, click create, type in your domain, and then it will give you a bitly forward slash something. And you can then go in and personalize that. You could do poppy design, for example. And you give it a title. <laughs> oh, that's been taken. One second. There you go. So now you can copy that link and send it anywhere. And then you can see in the tracking here, um, yeah, not only the dates, you've got total clicks. You've also got um, the source it came from. So if you, even if you create one tracking link, it will show you if it's from Eventbrite, Meetup, Facebook, any of the social media channels. Oh, that's and brilliant. then locations as well. The only thing... So, we, sorry. Sorry, so do you have to sign up for a Bitly account? Uh, you can use the free version, but it won't retain the information. <coughs> but you, can, oh, right. you can sign up uh, using a Google account or using an email mm -hmm. uh, for free there, and it will, it will give you all of the analytics. So a lot of these, I mean, I think it keeps it indefinitely. Some of these from 2017. Okay, cool. Um, one second. See if it does give you, give me all, all of this. 
this referrers is very important. So that's really what you're looking for. Not only the number of clicks and when they're looking at it, but yeah, which channels are working for you. Mm. And I'm just going to pop back. So you could take that link and put that into here. That It's a kind of a better, more advanced version rather than doing the tracking from here. I'm just going to, while we're here, I'm just going to see what this um, explore thousands of assets. I've never actually, I'll use Pixabay. For yeah. So in the past, I would, you could um, upload an image to Canva or you could download something from Pixabay or Unsplash, but this just makes it a little bit quicker. Again, if, if you've only got one, two hours a month to do your social media, this will just help you to, to streamline it and to get, make sure you're actually getting those posts out. So if we search for graphic design, it's going to come up. Oh, so they've got a free image library that you can play around with. Uh, yeah, so I mean, you can either add those straight in. Yeah. Um, and then you can also edit the image here, so you can change. Oh, that's good. So they've got their own um, image editor built inside Hootsuite as well. Again, because I use Canva normally, I haven't actually dealt with this before. So if you if you wanted to skip out Canva completely, you could even get basic images with some text um, filters and uh, frames just straight from from here. What's that? Oh right, okay. I mean, it's again, I Canva I, I love and I'd always go back to it, especially because it's free as well. But it just gives you that option. So I think the main thing for people with social media is it, it takes a lot of time. Like I thought I was going to be posting three, four times a week. And now I'm lucky if I do it once a month sometimes. So it's just about making it accessible and making it easy for you. Finding the time though. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? Exactly. And that's why uh, with Hootsuite, you, you can do it at two in the morning on a Sunday, or you can do it when the kids are out, whenever it is, just because you can schedule in the future. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think, I think that's the thing as well. Like, it's all seemed incredibly complicated and long-winded and now you've explained it sort of very simply so i think once i've figured out what content i want to put up then yeah it'd be really easy to just post like a few weeks in advance yeah and i think the other good thing is you can post in advance and then if you don't like it you can go back and edit it mm. so say if you if you did um 10 10 for your first month or so, and then you realize you, you prefer different hashtags, different style. It just means you can always go back. Whereas if you post directly straight onto Facebook, it's a lot longer to then go in and edit and update and people can see that you've edited it. Mm. Um, just checking this very quickly. And you've got the option here as well to save draft. So even if you're not sure about um, scheduling it, you can save the draft, maybe then go and show it to someone else. Save draft, come back out. But I think the first thing really is to get used to the to these streams. If you can work out what each of the, the streams does, it'll make it a lot easier for you. So if we now create another one for engagement, um, let me just, so you go browse all streams and we'll focus just on Facebook for now. So I, I need to know the messages that are coming in, uh, any activity, any mentions in the timeline. So I'll just select these mentions, messages, 
and activity. So, because this is a new uh, Facebook page, there's not much um, in terms of other, you got Albert just there in this nice image from last year. Hold on, I'm in there. Just one thing, <laughs> Theo. <laughs> yeah. I know that you set up your Facebook and you've got another stream, which was your Instagram, yeah? Mm -hmm. Now, to get those activated, do you have to be logged into those channels already? And then you can just click it and it will just log it straight in. Uh, you have to connect it. So I don't know if you were here for the very beginning bit, but basically sign in, create an account with Hootsuite, and then it will say connect account. And then it will normally automatically fill in the password or it'll ask you just to re-enter the password for it. Right, but if you're logged into Facebook and your Instagram account already, would it automatically populate in the, um, for, the Hoot, for the Hootsuite? I'm sorry, I don't quite, I don't quite get what you mean because it's... All right, so if I, if, I, I, if I went to my Hootsuite now mm -hmm. and wanted to create one for my Facebook, if I was logged into Facebook now, would it automatically put Facebook in there? No, you'd have to manually select it. You'd have to select ah, the right. account and then select the stream. Okay. So, um, yeah, because uh, it's normally designed for, it, it was designed for like social media marketers and agencies. So they, they want you to double opt in and actually choose the channel that you're going to be using. Uh, let me just have a quick look. All right. Okay. Yeah, I see it now. So if I wanted to do... Yeah, I, I, I'm doing it now, actually. I'm just seeing now. So I've got a LinkedIn one here. Connect to LinkedIn. And it'll ask you then to authorise it, basically. It's yeah, just, to log in. Yeah. I see it. And all right, so we've covered a little bit of Canva, Bitly, um, the beginnings of Hootsuite. Um, if you're a bit unsure, if you wanted to learn more about Hootsuite, they have a very good academy. So I'm just going to find that for you. So it's, it's basically free training videos. Um, they're normally just a few minutes long. So you could do understanding the platform, understanding social media in general, or then going up to like advertising. You can see these ones are paid for, but we can get some more free ones. Um, so for some, yeah, for someone who's starting out, it might be worth just going on here and just get getting more of an in-depth uh, look at all the different features and benefits. The only thing I have to go back and say is that um, I would use this for kind of day-to-day -day posts. So letting people know about events or maybe some news updates. But if it came to a live video or something dynamic or something um, <clears throat> specific to a certain channel. So if I was running a competition on Facebook and I was including live videos and um, a poll, stuff like that then I would still go back and do it on Facebook itself. So you wouldn't really, you wouldn't use this for any, any kind of like active campaigns. Just go back. Um, other thing to be aware of when you set it up is also the time zone you're in. So obviously I've, it naturally now is setting it up for the UK. If you're using if you're using a VPN or if you're abroad or something, it will put it in in the local country country's time. Has anyone got any questions about just how to schedule a post? 
Um, the other thing is something I've got to think about carefully with Facebook is I also use Facebook for my kind of a social networking, not just a business. So would I be better off actually having a separate Facebook account just for the business? You're not meant to have a separate Facebook. Um, they ideally they want your personal one to connect to your your business page. Yeah, but well, let's say one my business audience to uh, be reading my kind of folk music and uh, politics posts. I mean, well, um, in some cases that's good to kind of give a bit of personality. But also here, when you saw when I set it up, you can pick the the page or the group that you want it associated with. So in that case, you could, could create a business page just for your company. So everything on Hootsuite would only go to that business page. So it'd be hidden from your, your friends, your family, your relatives. I think the, is it more the other way around is my business uh, contacts to not uh, be reading my political rants. Yeah, exactly. So your, your business contacts, if they only go to your page, then they will only see that. I mean, in my case, because I do uh, social media marketing, I did set up a, a separate Facebook account just for business, but it's not, it's not advisable. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you to do that. It's only because I was using it so much that it, it was kind of necessary. Um, let me just pull that out. The other thing as well, you can get a, a Chrome extension. So if you, um, if you like to share news or updates about your industry, then you can have a, um, a small Hootlet extension that sits up here on the top right-hand corner. And, th and that means that if you're on BBC News, anywhere else, it can then plug in straight to Hootsuite for you. So does that mean you're like sharing BBC News posts sort of thing? Um, I'm just going to set it back up. If you give me a second. Well, you can, you can still share news. So especially with Twitter um, and Facebook, a lot of it is about giving people valuable information. Mm -hmm. So if you um, say, you know, the dot, the, uh, the website you recommended, yeah. that might be a good one. So you could start posting out some of their events, some of their news. You could instantly share by using your, um, your Chrome extension. Just going to go and find out, excuse me. Let, let's get this added to Chrome. It's just going to connect it. So now on the top right-hand corner, you've got this hootlet icon. So move this down. So we're just looking at the permissions. Um, so once you click on it, again, you'd select the social network. You can actually write the post straight from Chrome. Um, so if I do this as an example, so I'd select um, Facebook business page. And again, you can uh, do the post later, post now. Um, they actually give you a warning here that says that some link previews won't, won't work perfectly. So as you know, for, uh, if you're doing it for Instagram, you wouldn't get the preview. And it's just, it's just letting you know that. So here we can post later. And you have the same um, auto function feature as well. So if I do that for say nine in the morning, 
I mean, in a, in a normal world where we're not in lockdown, I'd always say when people are commuting, when people are on lunch and when people get home are good times. So you might want to think about between eight o'clock and nine, maybe between 12 and two. And then again, between kind of five and seven are quite good times to post. Well, just copyright law say about reposting news feeds. Uh, they open source once they come to social media. Um, if you do it, if you're not trying to pretend that it's your own, again, I'm not a copyright lawyer or anything, but if you're um, trying to post news to help other people and you clearly state that it's from that source, then it's fine. But if you then say if you copied the content and reshared it yourself, that would be different from just sharing the link. Because what this would do is it would share the link and still say that it's from BBC or The Guardian or wherever it's going to be. So, yeah, so if you're sharing other people's posts in Instagram, um, as long as you say it's a repost, it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, for, Ho for Hootsuite, I'm not sure. Um, I, again, you, uh, I haven't spent too much time on Instagram. Well, I mean, or anything. Basically, if you post anything up and send a make sure you have a link to where it came from mm. and you're not claiming it as your own generally that should be okay yes yeah, yeah def as long as you give credit again it's just, the thing with social media is to be thankful and to give credit because mm. people can pick up quite quickly if you're just copying from um other sites or if you're um being a bit sneaky with it they can pick up so yeah always always um list the link of where it came from and name the person as well Mm, okay. Um, and it's the other bit, one, hmm? it's a bit cheeky if you kind of repost people's intellectual content as well, even if you are getting credit for it. So, for example, um, I use a website called Neil Patel quite a lot. It gives a lot of like SEO and website help, and sometimes I might share a link to to the tool they have on there. So I, I'm completely fine to share their intellectual property as long as I I give thanks and I say where it's coming from. So, for example, Neil Patel yeah, has this. If you've got a link to their website or where the information came from, then you're adding um, viewers to their stuff, really. Yeah, exactly. Because any link that I share of theirs will just get them more traffic. So if I went and shared this page as a, um, it's like an SEO tool, it's only going to benefit him. And it will also benefit me because I'll be giving valuable information but all of the actual credit will go back to him. A lot of it's, a lot of it's common sense. If you, as long as you're not copying and pretending that it's coming from you, then you're completely fine. There's, there's so much on social media, so much news and politics and information. You just yeah, have to, you have to just be honest with it. You have to say, say when it's from you, say when it's not. Um, also, there's a, there's a mobile app and an, an iPad app for this, which is really good. So if you're out, you can do it, the one on your phone works really well and you can actually pull everything from say OneDrive. Um, so what I would normally do is save all the images. If I'm say downstairs or out and about, you can just um, compose the messages straight from your, from your tablet or your phone. We'll just have a quick look. Um, I don't know if you ever ever thought about the hashtags you're going to use. I don't know if, um, depending on your industry, what hashtags you might be using. Yeah, I, I, 
I look at other people's hashtags that are trending well and sort of use them, but that's literally the only criteria I have. I'm, I don't really kind of know what I'm doing with hashtags, really. There, are, I mean, depend. So Instagram and Twitter, uh, you'd mostly use hashtags for. Um, Facebook, you can use them, but they're not. They're not basically as widely used. Hmm. Um, there's also tools. So I'm going to find you one here. Instagram. So you got a stage um, generator. Which one did I use before? So I'm going to just do a test here. So you put in marketing. So this shows you uh, by a headcount how popular these terms are. So you know that um, obviously marketing quotes, marketing strategy, marketing, um, marketing digital, for example, works really well. So you could test those out and then start. Yeah, it's about trial and error, working out what's better for you. So hashtags, Instagram hashtags, but this is only for Instagram. So across the board about Twitter hashtags. Uh, for Twitter, I'd actually normally, if you go, hold on. So again, there's an, each to hashtags for each particular field then. Yeah, and to be honest, with Instagram, it's more, um, it's a bit less political and news focused. So if you were doing... Um, what about LinkedIn? Link, see, LinkedIn surprised me because I didn't think that would be quite heavy on hashtags, but I found now... When you're creating, say, an article or a post, it is definitely worth putting about eight to ten hashtags at the bottom of the post. Yeah, I've just put out four, and that's it. With my initials. <laughs> oh, your initials in AWD. That's yeah, a good one as well. If you have, like, a, a brand name or a kind of, like, um, a short pseudonym, it's worth adding that in. And then what happens is if I want to search it, or you can go back and see if there's anybody using the same one, but you could always find your posts on there really quickly. Exactly. So I typed in Theo Marketing on Facebook and found out there's a company in Malaysia called Theo Marketing. But <laughs> it, obviously, um, for AWD, hopefully there's no one else using it. Yeah, there is. But <laughs> maybe I'll put AWD one 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 or something. It depends. I mean, if you're if if you're like targeting London, um, say web designers, and they're based over in America or somewhere else, there's no harm in you having the same hashtag. Because yeah. people, people naturally see where yours are coming from. Or maybe just like you just said, if you said London, you just put in AWD UK or Theo Ruby UK. So if you just put the UK in, you'll always get... Narrow it down, exactly. Um, I think hashtags, is, it, again, it's more about looking at the best in the industry, seeing which of your posts get the most engagement, and then just having a little bit of fun with it as well. So, for example, um, on social media, people like to have kind of a routine or something to come back to. So I used to do uh, throwback Thursdays or Tuesday quotes or wellness Wednesday. And you use the hashtag and you know that every single week people are going to come back at that time. For example, at these power hours, they're always at Friday at two o'clock. So people, you need that kind of structure and that normality for people. So, Steve, if you were starting out, it might be worth just picking one day of the week and giving one tip a week. So you could do Thursday tips every Thursday at midday, you would schedule a post to go out giving like an Excel tip. Yep. 
That'd be a good idea because that might be a, something to uh, get more kind of friends into my. That's the other thing about social media uh, is also getting people into that because but from understand is when you uh, post on social media you're posting to your existing contacts no it's normally it's about um existing contacts and development so a lot of the times on twitter and instagram it's about growing new new followers so that's what hashtags are for to actually get the new followers on board yeah so if um if i went onto twitter and i typed in um database training and you had that hashtag up that would give me a reason to, to find your account it's a way for you to be found and do people go to twitter or linkedin actually use that as a search method um i say for normally for news basically so if you're looking at say covid or some other kind of topical news story um let's have a little look at twitter So you've got here this hashtag explore and that's showing you what's popular at the moment. So you can see here the, the trending topics. And it's also, if you, if you can, if you can make it relevant, it is quite a good idea to try and use some of these, these trending ones as well. If there's something that's relevant for you. Um, let's have a quick look. Another little, a little trick with Twitter that is, uh, again, it's not about Hootsuite, but this is really useful is your lists. So you can build up uh, hidden lists of, potential customers or new or sources. Um, let me just, so you can see here that these people have actually added me to their lists. Oh. And then you can, um, you can join that. You can create a list for other people as well. So for example, Steve, if you're looking for, um, um presentation techniques, and you found a lot of like uh, speaking therapists or something, you could um, put those into a list and then you'd have them all in one place. So if I go, if I go back to the account here, hold on. Leo, when you just said lists, when you click on lists, mm -hmm. where you said, if you clicked on your word list now, uh, yeah. and then it says owned, then it says partners, Theo lists or London networking lists. Is that, what is that? These are ones I've created myself. Okay. And so, so when it's locked, it means that it's, it's private. So it's just for me. Yeah. Uh, and obviously these ones, news and reviews, SME marketers, content creators. So it's a good way to get inspiration. So if I was looking for content, I'd yeah. have a, and what they do is it will give you all of their feeds uh, built into one. So it'll give you a timeline of all, all of the people in that list in date order as well. So you can see the most relevant. So you've got Adweek, you've got HubSpot. Um, so let's see who else is in here. Marketing Week. So it, it, it will give you like um, a very kind of bespoke, tailored mini Twitter just around a certain topic. Ah, right. Yes, I, I, that's better. That, that's, that's better because sometimes when you're going through the whole complete twitter there's so much rubbish you just break it down by having those lists then do you yeah exactly so um so, so london networking this should give me all of the all of the events and the upcoming um events i'd want to go to obviously there's no events at the moment yeah um it's just 
it's a nice way to tidy up Twitter because it can be quite a minefield. It is, yeah. It, well, it's starting, it's getting more and more because I remember it was, there was nothing on it at all. <laughs> yeah, so th- this is a really easy one. So you, whenever you, you type in, you find an account that you like. So if I go here, uh, Economic Times, you would click on this drop down arrow here and then you do add, to, add or remove from list. There and that's go. where you can, that select, you can create your list. So yeah, that, that's actually quite a useful one. Um, so for your own industry that you're in and the people that you want to look at, you add them to your list so you can keep up, with, up to date with what they're doing. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And, and you can also use it, um, for me personally, it's more to get inspiration. So if I look at designers or, or digital marketers, it just gives yep. me a little push and I can see the hashtags they use in their content, their images, and just know like, uh, it's, a, it's a nice way of knowing what else is working. Um, you can also actually do that in, he- in Hootsuite itself. So yeah, I was going to say, can you do that for um, Instagram as well? Uh, you can only do it for the hashtags. If I just uh, close this for a second. I'm just going to add in a stream. Let's see if we can do it for... So if you go here to Instagram and then hashtag, and then, for example... Poppy, what hashtag would interest you at the moment? Uh, style it dark. Style it dark. Mm-hmm. Nope. So, so now you can, same for Twitter and Instagram, you can build up like um, a catalog of the hashtag um, in, in Hootsuite itself. So you could have your your scheduled on the left, your post in the middle, and inspiration on the right. Nice. So can you stick a whole load of um, hashtags into one section, or do you have to have, does the hashtag, each hashtag have to have its own sort of stream, if you see what I mean? Uh, I'm just going to find out for the first time. Give me, um, let's try it and see. All right, so if they start it dark, you put another hashtag next to it. I'm just seeing if that's possible. Um, see if it's going to work that way. No, I, I don't know if you can combine you them. Can put any hashtags on there though. Uh, you don't have to for that one. So if you oh, actually go, um, if you go to add stream, let's try it for Twitter this time, and then we can go down to. Mentions, likes, retweets. Oh, you got new followers as well. So this is a way to see um, how Actually, quickly your fan base is growing. Yeah. Here we go. So Twitter. So we do. And you can also monitor your lists on here as well. So if you connect your your account, uh, you've got here use existing list or create a new list. Let's try. So you can see if you actually go to search, that's on your own profile, but for hashtags like we did there. Um, so that one actually wouldn't Wait, work. Does that mean I can see, you can see Poppy on your Instagram, but on Twitter, Poppy's not on Insta- on Twitter then? No, sorry. That was, um, if you go to what I did then, the second one was actually searching inside your own profile. 
that was so, ah right so rather than being whereas with instagram you've got this nice hashtag one here yeah uh this twitter one is actually only uh comments or tags or keywords from your from your own post itself right i was just curious if this is going to work um so we've got the facebook here the twitter sorry we've got keyword and here you can actually add more you can add up to three keywords oh so you can add you can add words in the keyword ones then so the you're looking for those here, specific yeah. words in that stream and it will pull all of those up and that one actually it looks like it works all across twitter not just on, on your account itself so that might be another way of doing it um, but that's too much though because you'll have everybody else with those keywords rather than making it just uk only I, I, yeah i think mate oh if you might find something that's niche so the more niche you can be the better in some cases um, so obviously steve in your case you wouldn't just do computer training or consultancy you break it down to your vbas your excel mm -hmm. uh, kind of your one-to-one -one consultancy also i don't want to be lost in the flood of everyone using the same names actually another quick one on facebook uh for hootsuite is it possible to uh say for example you're a member of a group and Obviously, it won't work with business budgets because they frown on it. But I wanted to do a regular post to a group I'm part of or member of. Is that mm -hmm. possible? Um, not to a group. So it has to, as you saw when you set it up, it has to be to your own page itself. You can't post to someone yep. else's group. So I have to do that manually. Yeah, you'd have to do that inside uh, Facebook itself. That's why I was saying, like, it's a really good tool for your kind of day-to-day -day posts, but there are limitations. But what this will do is give you kind of the experience and the practice to then go and jump into Facebook and, and be a bit bit faster in general. So it's, it'll be more about getting me. I'd start ideally with two Facebook posts a week and a daily Twitter post, if you can, or a daily Instagram post. Um, just, I don't know if, if you guys know much about that kind of social side of social media, but with, with Facebook, with your page, it's kind of static. So if you have it seven times a week, it will it'll flood um, people's streams. Whereas with Instagram and Twitter, it's so fast paced, it wouldn't matter. So if you were posting 10 times a day on Twitter, it would just kind of mix in with everyone else's posts. Yeah, can I ask you something? If you did, you know, um, with your Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, so you did a whole selection for the first month, can you reuse that for the second month? Again, for because Facebook is static, I wouldn't reuse the posts on Facebook. You could kind of update, so you could have an update. So I might do um, a social media post in March on Facebook and then the second part of it uh, for April. But I wouldn't just um, copy and paste the, the posts over for Facebook. Right, so you need to create another one. So each one would have to be different. Yeah. But with Twitter and well, with Twitter and Instagram, you can be a little bit more, have a bit more repetition. But you just want to be careful that people don't start seeing the same posts over and over again. Right. So you need to tweak it a bit more then. Yeah, I think um, I'll take a little bit more care with, again, with Facebook, um, especially if it's going to a business page. You don't want to just have the same thing going out every month after month. Right. So basically, you need to plan 
your whole month really yeah exactly. and that's what this this publishes for so once yeah. once you've created say um you got 30 for free so if you can try and do at least say 20 across the free channels okay and then you can start dragging and dropping and, and organizing it using this publisher here so you actually you can either edit in this publisher or if you go back to your streams you can edit straight and scheduled whichever one you prefer basically so you could scroll down, edit, uh, sorry, that one. There we go. So yeah, it's the pen icon in the, in the streams or just edit straight in the publisher. Any other questions on Hootsuite at all? Um, yeah, can you do um, stories? on Hootsuite? No, so this would be for just uh, general posts, not stories or carousels. Oh, oh carousels as well. So um, you can only ever post one image. I think it's up to three. Let me just check on this one for oh. Instagram. Let's see if we can get this working. Yeah, so you can only do the one post for Instagram. I tried to upload three and it's only allow allowing one. All right, okay. But yeah, again, the idea of this is just to give you that kind of, to get the, the general post out of the way and to give you the time to then go back and um, do more do more in between. So if you're doing your stories, your videos, your carousels, you would do that natively on Instagram. Mm. There is one other thing I noticed. If you use Instagram, you can then, you can also post directly to Twitter. Oh, through your Instagram? Yeah, so if you're using your phone Instagram, you can then, you can also sync that with your other accounts. Oh, so in theory, I could have four accounts with Hootsuite because the Instagram one would automatically No. No, it wouldn't work like that, unfortunately. Oh, okay. It'd be more that... Um, <clears throat> if to be honest, not that I really need four. <laughs> no, I mean, if you do your day-to-days like, your, your on Hootsuite and then you go onto Instagram and you have a nice piece of art that you want to share, yeah. and then do that straight from Instagram without having to then go back to Hootsuite. Okay. It's just about being a bit efficient with it and saving some time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely recommend checking out that free Hootsuite Academy. Um, mm. And then just having a play with it. I'm just now going to um, show you how easy it is to go in and delete the posts I've created. There you go. Delete, duplicate. So, Albert, if you did want to duplicate stuff and then edit it, you could do it that way. So, if you had a, a load of hashtags you typed in, yep. you would then just duplicate it. Obviously, change, I guess, the top bit and the image. But that will just it could save you some time of... Uh, storing these and remembering them all and shortening them all yeah just move that across but also i mean you can like you were saying with the hashtags you can keep a good selection of them to one side like you can do them in a text file couldn't you and keep all your best hashtags that you've used yeah i mean yeah t text Excel works, works for you 
but I think the best thing to start is, um, to be honest, looking at kind of the leaders in your industry. Yeah. So if you, if you find, say, five people who do really well on social media, it's always worth just seeing the tags that they're using. I'm just going to move this out. Is there any more? I'm just going to see if you can do a month. I think you can do a month view in here as well. Also, Pinch, you said um, Facebook about twice a week, Instagram and Twitter daily. Uh, what about Pinterest? It depends Is that on more like Facebook because it's constantly there. Uh, it depends. I mean, I'd probably do start with two to three times a week and then see what kind of engagement you get. Okay, cool. Um, but I, I know. If, like definitely Facebook, you want to be careful not to do say more than two or three. Yeah. Um, just because like with my events, for example, I might do a few posts a week and you always find that the third or the fourth post will get a lot less engagement because people, wow. people have seen you, you've come up uh, in the past, but yeah. what you can do with Facebook, which, I, which is really popular is to um, use Hootsuite to post it onto your business page. Mm -hmm. And then you would share that to other groups. So I'd go onto Facebook and I'd share that with the Chip mm -hmm. Lunch Break, Enterprise Network. And that really helps to, to pick up some, some new, new leads or clients. Oh, okay. Just close this. So if you imagine that Hootsuite's kind of your starting point, and then you can, as you get more used to it, just go in and um, do more things on Facebook itself. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, if you wanted something really, really quick and easy to use, there's also Buffer. Don't know if any of you've heard of that before. Yeah, I've used Buffer. So that's basically like a simplified Hootsuite. Um, it's got, this one has more issues with Instagram, which is why I moved from Buffer to Hootsuite. Mm -hmm. um, but if, it's just kind of, if you're really new to social media, Buffer might be a, a nice stepping stone just to, just to get you uh, practicing. Yeah, I, I found it visually, it made a lot more sense to me. But Hootsuite, I think, is definitely better. Um, yeah, if you want to do quite a lot of social media. I mean, there's loads. So you, Buff, Buffer would be your like entry level. Hootsuite is kind of your medium level. So like a, a business. Buffer might be a personal or a small business or a freelancer. Uh, Hootsuite for an established business. And then something like Sprout Social um, is for like a larger business. So okay. if you're really getting in, into it and you want to have more accounts and more flexible, do things like the carousels you were mentioning. Yeah. You something more like Sprout Social. But I believe, again, it's all uh, price dependent. Let's see. Mm. So you can see this one starts at $100, $100 a month. So it's a quite yeah, a big sweet. <laughs> Um, but I think it's more about just getting into the habit and mm. for example, really lot, creating hmm? the consistency. Yeah, exactly. There's so many people that don't use social media because they're scared or they don't have the time or they, they don't think they have the time. So it's just a really nice entry point. Next Friday, two o'clock, we SEO. And then um, if you've got any ideas for one for the future, just let us know. And then the week after that, it's actually digital, digital marketing for therapists doing a whole one for the health industry um, just to help them learn how to promote themselves. See you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye. 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 Take care.